Looking at the eye from a deeper eye. Module 1 is called Untangling Perspectives and Reframing Perceptions. The journey's been tough. What we know is that it's been unfair. We are struggling to find our truths. Our expectations are lost. And we know that our intentions are good. How do we find peace in the situation? And how to find calm? Branch 1 of Module 1 is called the clay half-baked or overcooked. The reason is because a lot of times our reactions are simply what they are without any understanding of the consequences of them. We react in cold because we are, we are so upset and we're angry. The key is to let the dust settle and allow things to calm before we respond or react. Every situation has many imprints. What we know is our own imprints. What we don't know is the others, and that's what shocks us, because we don't understand how people can react the way they do. The key is to take a step back and wait and watch and wonder, is everything lost or is there something that can be gained still? It doesn't mean because we have a bad relationship that it has to end in disharmony. We can always find solutions to make things better. Are we willing to validate ourselves for how we feel? Or do we have regrets? Are we able to calm down, take a look in the mirror, and see things differently? A lot of times in the anguish of loss, we want to react immediately to find a solution straight away. It's not necessarily the best thing because we have to be able to untangle our perspectives and look at things from another person's eye as well. Every person's situation and circumstances are different, yet we can find things that bridge us all together and that are the same for all of us. What are the issues that we face? Misunderstandings, misjudgments, a malice of intent, is our question, do, do people really have that malice of intent or is it because they're hurting? We often mismanage a situation and by mismanaging it, we create even more trouble for ourselves. So I urge you as a first, to first step, step back, find calm and let's look at things differently. We are all guilty of misdemeanors. Like it or not, we all make mistakes. And the crazy part is that we look at other people's mistakes as being terrible, but we don't question our own. And this is where communication fails dramatically. And we decide to blame, to judge, and to be unforgiving. However, our mistakes and the other person's mistakes could be balanced out. And we could find solutions to resolve things if we have the right communication. How you decide to communicate will change the outcome of any situation. So what are the values that you hold? And intent-wise, what is your bottom line? What is it that you want to achieve? Because if you want goodness, and yet you're punishing someone, giving them grief, it will not help you towards the outcome you seek. So if you know that your intentions are clear, and yes, it's impossible sometimes to feel that we can forgive someone else. 
if we take a step back, bite our tongue, really struggle with ourselves, we can find a place of peace where we lift our eye and say, I was wrong too. It's not only the other person that made mistakes because I made mistakes as well. It requires letting go of the ego. It does require to help yourself to see yourself differently. Forgive yourself first. Forgive yourself first. If you can look in the mirror, say yes, I've made mistakes. Find peace within you. I know that at the first step, apologizing to somebody else is not going to be easy. I promise you we'll come to it together. But as a first step, forgiving you has so much value. And forgive yourself for what? For anything and everything. Maybe making the wrong decision about being with a specific person. Maybe by trusting someone. We cover all the different situations where we have disagreements. So if, for example, someone spoke to you badly and you responded badly and it has broken, it's created a rift. First question is, is it your ego that's going to say, well, no, I'm not asking for forgiveness? Or is it that you can sit back and say, you know what, I really value this relationship and I do want it to work. And I will not let my ego come in the way because it has value, the relationship, to me. So first, let's take a step back, take a deep breath, and ask ourselves, what is it that we truly want? Let's look at the situation as it stands, peacefully, without emotion, quietly, and say, what is the collateral damage? What has happened up till now? And look at it without any emotion because that's the way we can finally find resolution, peace, quiet. And look at things with a cold eye. Because if you value a relationship, letting it go just because your ego, you don't want to be wrong or someone's made you feel bad, yet you love the person, doesn't make sense. It's more valuable to allow yourself to Give yourself a chance to say, let's see where the pieces fall. Let the dust settle. Let's see what happens. So it's normal now to allow yourself to feel what you feel, hear what you hear, see what you see. Forgive yourself. Accept whether you were angry, accept if there was jealousy, accept if there was hatred, accept if there was deceit, accept whatever happened as being what it is, a fait accompli for now. And looking at it properly to say, has the person deceived me or did I deceive myself by trusting too much? Did I let go of my boundaries or it's because the other person has different boundaries? We can find balance in any situation and there's always two people involved. Now, each person is going to reframe the perspectives they have differently because they have a different baseline, a different education. What they perceive as normal and what you perceive as normal are completely different things. So what if you are to take the eye of the other person and look at it from behind their eyes? If you're feeling frustrated, you feel there's been deceit, you feel betrayed, you feel your boundaries broken, accept it. Accept everything you're feeling Allow yourself to feel it, and yet keep it cold. 
I know it sounds crazy. Why keep it cold? Keep it cold because rationalizing a situation, especially when we do feel and we have emotion, has so much value because then you can find some emotional logic. You find a way of untangling the pieces to say, if I am jealous of somebody, is it because I'm insecure and uncomfortable in my skin? Or is there really a need for me to be jealous? Jealousy is not a valuable asset to anyone. What is it that I've done that created the situation I'm in? What can I hold myself accountable for? What am I responsible for? These are questions that are worthy to sit and contemplate and to make notes upon. Because in the heat of the moment, we tend to have so many answers to our emotions, which once the emotion has calmed down, we look at from a very different eye. And we need to separate the theater of our imagination and what is factually true because we can be hurting deeply and yet still love someone. And a lot of times we make the mistake of letting them go because we're hurting and yet we love them. So we'll still hurt if they're gone. The point is, is making the sense of what is, what you wish for, what was, and whose perspective was. So if I look at things from behind your eyes, I'll see them very differently than I see them from behind mine. What makes sense? Whose opinion makes sense? I know that this is not easy, but I promise you it's worthy. There is no point in holding on to things for the sake of holding on to them. Resentment only hurts you. It does not hurt the other person. They can carry on with their lives easily perhaps, or maybe not. But holding any resentment within you only hurts you. I promise you it's simple to go through it and we will do it together. It's better to go through it rather than resist it because we have no idea of the consequences we're creating by allowing this to stay as a situation that's not worthy. There is no point in resisting it at all. There are complications we create that we haven't even perceived yet. Is it worthwhile? If you believe the situation is irreparable, please ask yourself why. I believe that every conflict can be solved. And I say it from a position of having solved conflicts in the past. I'm not saying it off the top of my head. I know that forgiveness is the key to everything. Even if we choose not to engage with another human being again, we can still forgive them and allow them to forgive us. If we leave no other choice but elegance, it will reign. And that choice is ours, and that is a freedom to have. Playing judge and jury together achieves nothing. Because why do we think our opinion is more important than anybody else's? If we are functioning from the right place, we know that all man is equal. Yes, the size of people's hearts are different, the values are different, but the baseline of intent should be that everyone's intentions are good. And if we've been hurt, there may be a reason for it that we're not seeing that we have created. The affirmation of this branch is, I make a commitment to myself to find a way to resolve my grief. Sitting as victims doesn't suit us. 
and there's no reason why we have to remain so. So please, let's make the commitment to resolve grief and we'll do it step by step. Being able to step out of our patterns and look at things objectively is challenging, but worthy. Imagine in any situation if you have a chandelier and you take the chandelier and you just smash it. It's impossible to put the pieces back together. But if you dismantle it piece by piece, clean them off, put them back together, it has so much more worth because you're able to not only heal as you untangle the pieces and look at them objectively from a distance, but you're able to find some common piece and say, whoops, oops, maybe it's not all the other person. And maybe I am partly responsible. 